I just had a bit of a panic because I realised it's quarter to four, which isn't that late usually for me doing the podcast on the Monday, but of course it's getting dark. If I don't get to the window in time, I'm not going to be able to see anybody or anything going past. And there's been quite a lot going on this afternoon and I've been busy and I haven't been able to see it now I'm here. Welcome to episode 29 of Mr. Bird Pops. Actually, episode 29 <clears throat> means I've been doing this for 29 months. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it means I've been doing it for 29 weeks, which is... Uh, yeah, brain fails. I can't work that out quickly, but it's a lot of months, basically. So that's all very exciting. Um, it's been a very t- tough week, actually. And uh, the people over the road have just been really annoying. Um, I did have a suggestion from one of my so-called friends. Because uh, I do mention on Mondays that I do yoga. Uh, I did have, a, and that I may or may not be able to be seen from the window. I mean, it's only when I'm standing up waving my hands around here. Of course, we've all gone into lockdown now. So uh, everyone was on Zoom this morning. Uh, which I always find quite funny, and I have to put the whole thing off gallery view because I just get giggles of what everybody else is doing. Um, and actually, I've got a temporary new yoga teacher, uh, and she's very funny as well. She said something along the lines of, um, there's this sort of weird thing you have to do where you breathe in and then you breathe out really loudly through your mouth and with your tongue out. <laughs> it's not attractive. And uh, she she turned sideways to the camera and said, I'm going to do this sideways so not to frighten anybody. It's almost quite funny. Um, so cars just gone past there. I told you, I've been working really hard this afternoon on the sofa and not being able to see out the window. And there's been all this noise and I haven't been able to see any of what's been going on. And now I've sat here, the road's gone into uh, like a deserted desert, whatever a deserted desert is. But there might be tumbleweed blowing by soon. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, Monday's always yoga. I always get a bit down on a Sunday. I think I've said that before. I always perk up with my yoga on a Monday morning. Mr. and Mrs. Wilson, uh, who isn't working today and was supposed to be coming for a run with me this morning, let me down. So I did my run on my own. Uh, and I was doing yoga in the window, and I have had a circle friend suggest that she's going to drive past uh, at a certain time on a Monday morning so she can watch me do the yoga in the window. That's the sort of thing, actually, that friends don't say. So I'm not sure she's going to get another mention in the podcast. Um, so, yeah, oh, yeah, and of course the other thing was people over the road, really annoying. Uh, they've got quite, well, we all know they've got the big fence and the big gate. I think I might have mentioned that, that he was in the garden. And actually, because I'm on the first floor, um, I can see his head when he's in the garden. And of course, I'm doing the yoga and he's watching. So, you know. I, it just gets to the stage where I'm going to hand out tickets because it's ridiculous. Um, and then the child was screaming. So I, mean, I just sat down to do some work this afternoon and it just screamed and screamed and screamed. The window was open, so it's probably falling out. Um, it, sounded like, it sounded like one of those, oh, I don't know, it's just probably just fallen over. But it just, I can't bear that screaming. It drives me mad. I just don't know if the child's in distress or not, real distress or not. Yeah, so... Um, car coming around the corner that's two cars but no people so far see that the lights are on the headlights are on it's that it's getting dark getting into twilight um so i know there's been lots going on in the world i don't particularly want to talk about it 
um, back into lockdown and we may or may not have a new president. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, yeah, Darren's been making my life very difficult. Um, I've managed to not fall over this week, which is quite good, but I've hurt my back this morning in yoga. So that was, uh, I was going to think I did a twist a bit too quick because everything's meant to be done slowly and sometimes I go faster than I meant to, so I've pulled a muscle in my back, but it's fine. And then the person that I uh, live with has also um, got a bad back, so it's it's a bit like geriatrics in here at the moment. Um, but, you know, basically we're both just sitting, not moving all day. It's ridiculous. And, and, you know, going for a walk, you know, we need to be moving around constantly, which everyone was doing before lockdown. Going for a walk is good and healthy and everything else, but it doesn't really get you back going in a, in a sort of moving around proper way that our backs are meant to be moving around and proper. I think it was an osteopath or someone once said to me, we're just not born to be sitting in front of our bodies are not made to be sitting in front of a computer all day and then whacking off to the gym putting it through high highly intensive exercise and then going back to doing nothing it's really bad for it it's why people damage themselves all the time i just seem to constantly damage myself because i can't stand up uh, of course darren found that hysterically funny and we've got all that mentioned an awful lot in the new podcast about how i'm vertically challenged his other big joke is the fact that the cupboard came down because there was too much uh, dust and dirt on the top but as it happened, we recorded, we failed to record um, the last episode, so we had to record it, and he'd already made that joke in the unrecorded version, so I got in there first uh, on the, uh, the version we did manage to record. Anyway, he's stressing me out because um, he just stresses me out, actually. I, I don't really know why I've got him as a friend. Um, he's, we, we're doing this, I'm saying we, I feel like I, I am, it is a we now, it's not, it's him. Um He's, he's an idiot, basically, and uh, has no idea. You see, he's an actor, um, and, and really, I don't need to say anything else, do I? Um, I made, I've written a play for The Space Within, quick advert, which will be on two days' time, actually. Yes, get your tickets now, info at damchick.co.uk. A woman walking past, sucking her cheeks. Not quite sure why she's doing that, but it's not an attractive look. Uh, stiff as a ramrod, very odd look. Um, so yeah, I deliberately made it really, really difficult for him. Everyone's meant to be responding to something, <clears throat> responding to the world of Zoom. So I decided not because my world of Zoom was really the podcast. So I decided instead of writing um, about my experience of Zoom to use inspired by the podcast, which is very, very funny if you know the podcast. There's loads of in jokes in it that most people won't get. Um, to use the, I think I've said this before, to use the way the cameras, we, you know, we use our camera. So I've made it really difficult for Darren. He's ended up with this sort of massive technical script he's had to write where everybody else is pretty much doing a monologue. Um, mine's got a 60 page. Don't know the person walking past with a mask all over their face. Don't get me started on that. Um, so he's got a 60 page manifesto directors. Uh, instructions actually you know it's just pretentious he doesn't need that it's not that difficult he's just making it difficult for himself and the thing is it'll all go wrong and then i'll get the blame i've already had the blame because um apparently he's got to stay uh with his partner unexpectedly because of my play you know so sorry darren um anyway he loves the challenge so he's actually very happy 
Um, I've been I've just been really busy actually. So I've now managed to get locked into doing the whole hosting the whole evening. So I'm introducing it. Um, I'm making a big thing about everybody turning their mics off because last <clears throat> performance there was there was chatter going on. People just unmuted themselves and were just talking, uh, which would have been quite funny. But for the fact you're trying to watch, you know, they're actors performing, and you're just like, you know, sitting in a flipping auditorium with people talking. That annoys me. But we won't go into that now. You see, it's, at this, it's absolutely dead this street. Absolutely no one apart from those two people who walk past. It was just, you know, it was like party time earlier on. I'm very disappointed. So, um, yeah, so he's annoying me. And um, he's managed to, it's my own fault, I keep saying yes. He's managed to wangle me into hosting it. Uh, so I've got this great long script telling everybody how to use it as in keep muted. Um, and then it's sort of introducing each uh, play. Of course, the first one's yours truly, so I'm going to end up introducing my own play as the first one. Um, and then um, oh, I've got to do the sound. So I've got to, they've got most of them have got music, so I've got to do the music. And I, I think it's probably easier than I think it is because I've never worked with anything on Zoom before. I mean, I've you know I've sat in a webinar and an interview on Zoom. Actually, sort of doing like a simplified theatrical production on Zoom, I find it terrifying because I'm not sitting, oh, white corner, uh, white car, whizzing around the corner, fat, I mean, marathon on one side, Euroflow on the other side. Oh, and it's parking opposite. Actually talking, oh, Euroflow apparently is the most powerful premium emissions programme. I don't know what that's got to do with marathon. There's a red car outside the house, actually, I'm really annoyed because it hasn't moved for days and I don't know who it belongs to. It's just sitting there. Now, I don't own a car, but I find it really annoying that you see now that man sensibly walking the past, carrying his mask in his hand. He doesn't need to be wearing it. What a sensible chap. So uh, I don't have a car, but it just annoys me when people park their car in front of my flat and I don't know whose car it is. And he just sits there. I haven't seen anybody getting all out of it. It's really annoying me. Um... So the man in Euroflow Marathon is just sitting with his lights on running his engine. I remember one time, actually, uh, it was one winter evening and um, I was trying to watch the television. Uh, somebody I know had gone out and um, there was just this car uh, with its engine on, which is an extremely irritating noise when it goes on for a long time. Obviously parked outside the flat and I was trying to watch the television and this flipping engine just rumbled on and on and on. Apart from it's wasteful and emissions and pollution and everything else. So um, it went on for about 20 minutes. Absolutely sick, you know, and then the door opens. Uh, and it's of course, you know, somebody's been sitting chatting to their friend in, who's given them a lift home in the car for 20 minutes with the engine running. Ruining my evening. So that went down well. Uh, I completely lost my track. Where was I? Oh, yes, I'm doing the sound. So I've got to get this sort of music. So I've got all the music tracks um, on little MP3 things. I've no idea how I'm going to get it all into some sort of order. But I've put each track into it, into it, the exact segment so that I can just hit play and it can run to the end. But of course, it's got, got to have fade-ins and fade-outs. You know, I can't just have a piece of music. It has to be complicated. And um, it, they, when I try fading in and out, it just judders up and it judders down again, the music level. So it's going to sound awful. Um, anyway, so tomorrow I've got 12 hours of Darren, 
Oh, I'm not joking. He's actually scheduled me in 12 hours, 9 in the morning till 9 in the evening, doing the tech. And of course, he, my, my play originally was the second to last play, which was a stupid place to put it. I mean, very nice for me because um, mine's absolutely off the wall compared to everybody else's. But um, a bit, I don't know, probably would have been all right going last. Maybe not right now, I don't know. Second last, quite a good place, I was quite pleased with that, but I remember thinking it's a stupid place to put it because it's so technically complicated. You've got to run six shows before mine uh, and then get yourself all organised in, you know, about 30 seconds. Uh, so, of course, he's, he's realised that now, but you can't tell him anything. He has to, you know, always work it out the hard way. Can't be told anything unless he does it himself. So, of course, I got a call yesterday, one of many saying it's now been transferred to the first play, which is wrong because A, I have to introduce my own play at the beginning, which is going to sound stupid, and B, it's so off the wall, it's going to give completely the wrong impression for the rest of the evening. So people are all going to have a marvellous time with mine, or they're going to be completely confused, probably the latter, and then uh, all the others are com uh, um, uh, completely different tone um, anyway, and sort of they're much more conventional. Anyway, does that matter? No. I'm just very pleased. I've actually, I'm, you know, and I know I go on about Darren and he does really, really annoy me. And, um, but, you know, he's given me my first perform my first written performance. Um, uh, I do go to an actually extended webinar every Monday about directing and uh, new writing. And uh, it's all about how the, the director nurtures the writer and looks after their play. I've heard nothing from Darren, absolutely nothing. All, all I've been told has been great fun and quote unquote trying to do it because it's complicated um, you know you could be doing anything with it he could have mangled it he could have cut it uh, he could have rewritten it for all I know so you know that's the first rule of a director looking after a writer straight out the window um, so that car's now sitting over that van Euroflow is now just sitting there running its engine uh, which is really getting on my nerves now um, so he yes Darren's annoying and uh, yeah, no, I've got some other really good news, but I can't say anything about it. But uh, I can't broadcast it to the nation. Oh, um, a duo-coloured mini coming around the corner. Um, very snazzy. Although the person driving it wasn't snazzy. Um, so uh, yes, there's very good news and exciting news, and I will broadcast it as soon as I can. But at the moment, it has to stay uh, unbroadcast to the nation. The nation holds its breath. I can feel the nation holding its breath, actually, between each of my podcasts. Uh, nothing to see here is jollying along. We've gone down to every two weeks, uh, which I thought would take the pressure off and hasn't. Um, and then it all got cooked up last week because it didn't technically publish properly. So we're even further behind than we're meant to be. But we are, we are going to do a Christmas Eve special, uh, which personally I'm dreading. <clears throat> Talking of Christmas, is anybody doing Christmas this year? I was thinking we ought to order, we often have, if we don't go anywhere, uh, or even if we do, we often order a Christmas lunch from Cook, the frozen meal place. Um, and then we always forget to do it until the last minute and then they haven't got any food left. That's the usual way of doing that. So um, I've suggested we actually order soon. Uh, we haven't yet. And um, just get organised for a nice Christmas at home. I said, like, it's not it's not like we haven't seen each other. So Christmas Day is going to be actually like bugger all every other day, let's face it. So um, uh, this is another com completely random connection that's got nothing to do with Christmas. We were walking around the um, 
pond, the duck pond at Ali Khan yesterday, or the day before, uh, and it was a nice day. And um, it's quite a big pond, and, the, and well, you know, it's, very, it's a boating pond, it's big, and there is a path around it, which isn't that thin, but somebody right at the beginning of lockdown, maybe in Harringay Council, or I don't know, whatever, um, just painted some sort of multicoloured um, arrows on the floor, which are, don't really work, but are sort of one-way system. Now, Ali Pali's got lots and lots of paths, and this is the only place in the whole of Ali Pali that's got these um, arrows. So whether it was her and care, whether it was just some artist or something, it's quite possible. Uh, and no one takes blind bit notice of them. Uh, they're just, you know, they should sort of, well, I did the paths on that. They're not that narrow in the paths. So you can get past people without, you know, getting within two metres of them. But anyway, we were walking, <laughs> we were walking along the other day, and this sort of, there was this group, and this sort of middle-aged lady came towards us smiling and said, excuse me, at which point I went into the background because I don't want to get involved with anything. And um, so you could see somebody preening themselves because they thought they were, she was going to give them a compliment. And um, she said, you see, these, <laughs> you see these arrows on the ground? They are a one-way system, and we were all meant to be following in, in the same direction. Well, this was because, of course, we were going the opposite way. Uh, granted, there were a lot of people going around uh, in the same direction, the correct direction, um, but that's quite unusual. Uh, it just happened to be one-off day. So um, somebody said to them, um, I thought I thought she was going to get um, her head bit off. <laughs> I think the word sanctimonious was used to describe her uh, later on. But the comment was just something along the lines of, oh, thank you for telling us, but we do normally walk uh, that way, um, which... Um, wasn't that brilliant, but uh, two people just walked past. A woman with a white, what looks like a rolling pin, but probably isn't. And a boy, teenager, bouncing the ball. So it's been the most unexciting day. Uh, well, I cannot, that's an annoying sound. That when, when something big is backing up backwards and they have that beeping sound. What is it? It's a DPD locale. I've been in the garden, actually. Uh... There was a connection there in my head because the garden refuse things come and that's a big fan that makes a lot of noise. So um, our fence was collapsed. Well, apparently our, it's not our fence. It's next door's fence, but we've been told it's our fence. Uh, it's been collapsing and I've been told to make it better, which I can't because I'm completely useless to DIY. <laughs> For that read, have no interest in DIY. Uh, but it was absolutely covered with this massive jasmine, which had completely got out of hand. So... I filled about six bin bags full of that, uh, cut back jasmine, so uh, you can just see a half rotten falling over fence now. I'm not doing anything else with it. And then I realised the fence at the back is also collapsing in the way of a load of plants. So I've had to cut back them as well. But they should have been done years ago, actually, so I'm quite pleased with that. And then we had to come by a broom because the outdoor broom had um, broken. So uh, just saying that the Ali Pali Muswell Hill uh, garden centre sells them for. Uh, uh, twenty-five pounds, and the local uh, hardware shop sells it for four for eight pounds fifty. Just saying. So um, yeah, that was all exciting. Got a new broom. Um, you know, I was quite, I was quite pleased. I got into the garden actually because I, I have this thing about not wanting to garden, and then when I get into the garden, it's another car. When we get into the garden, I have quite a nice time, but I've got to be careful with my back. So um, I think there was something else I forgot to say. Uh, television, we've just started the second series of His Dark Materials, which is absolutely marvellous. I read the first book and didn't like it at all, never read any more, but I've been absolutely gripped by the TV series, marvellous things. 
and also thoroughly enjoying The Good Place. We're in series three now. Uh, it has to be one of the most bizarre comedies ever written, I mean, situation-wise, but it's just brilliant. And found a thing on Netflix a couple of people have recommended called Russian Doll, which is sort of a comedy, um, but is very, very clever and funny and weird. And you sort of have to watch past the first episode. They're only half an hour. If you watch the first episode, uh, you think it's going to be something it's not. Um, it changes in the second and third episode, which is as far as we've got, but it's quite off the wall in a really funny, witty, uh, surreal way. I really like it because it's another one of those shows that there's sort of nothing else like it at the moment. Oh, and another friend of mine has recommended Ghosts on iPlayer, but I'm not sure what that is, so I'll have to give that a go. Um, I'm staring at the yoga mat, which I haven't picked up from this morning. I've got lots to do. I've got so much to do. I've actually had to cancel something today. Um, which is a bit sad, but never mind. Life goes on. Um, oh, yeah, so, oh, the cupboards are nearly out. In case anyone's worrying about kitchen cupboards, which I'm sure you all are, they, the lovely man who does them found out a way of doing, of repairing it all without taking them all down, putting them all back up again. Uh, but still not quite finished. But the highlight of his visit was me telling him that he's a bit of a, an all-rounder, uh, albeit unofficial, but he's very good. That the uh, well, we've got a couple of lights in the kitchen that have been off for ages, and I've changed the bulbs, and they're still not working. He said that because the transformer's gone, and then uh, the front door light hasn't been working for ages, and I just presume because uh, the trans they, uh, the, because there was some problem with the electrics in our house, because uh, I changed the bulb and it still wasn't working, so I just left it. Anyway, he made it work in a couple of seconds by putting a bulb in it, so that was really embarrassing. So I must have obviously just put in a faulty bulb when I changed it. <clears throat> I haven't got a diploma in lighting or anything. So anyway, that's different. That's an electrician. I'm not an electrician. There's a very loud woman walking past in a very bright yellow top. Oh, some people just have to have tension on them all the time. Right, I'm going. Um, by next Monday, well, some I might see some of you in uh, the space within. This uh, Wednesday at 8 to 10 p.m., please RSVP for your Zoom link, info at uh, damcheek.co.uk. Thank you for listening.